conservatism, patriotism, integrity. It's the right way for America. 1360-975. WTAQ. This is the Schrader Show. Welcome back to the Schrader Show. Always got to let the Guns N' Roses play a little longer than, well, some of the other bumps, right? Got to always let the Guns N' Roses go a little longer. Uh, Hopefully I didn't cut uh, Patrick off. If I did, I apologize. That certainly wasn't uh, my intent. But uh, I I did want to move on, Shannon. We we wanted to give our, our tribute to the greatest of all times, Rush Limbaugh, and... You know, I, I wanted to make sure we didn't get through this all the way through this show and fail to talk about, you know, someone that meant so much to both of us, right? Um, I'll let you reflect a little bit on your thoughts about Rush, um, or I can go first, whatever you whatever you want. But um, go ahead. I'm I'll. I'll listen to you first. Well, look, I grew up what I grew up listening to Rush, and I grew up watching Rush. Okay, uh, Rush's TV show was on when we when we were you know Shannon's were roughly the same age. We'll leave it at that. Within a year or so. Now she looks like she's twenty years younger than I do, but that's genetics and me. Um, but that I can't help. But roughly the same age, I remember listening to Rush in the radio with my dad and my mom. Um, and yeah, because just like your family, mine, it wasn't uh, the husband's Republican and the wife's a liberal. There was none of that. I no. mean, um, and it wasn't, wasn't that my dad was a dictator. He just went to marry a liberal. Um <laughs> The thing is, so I grew up with him. He was, I'll tell you, I was, when Rush died, I was laying in a hospital bed myself. And I was pretty sick. We know that. And I was, it it, it made it even harder. You know what I mean? Because it was like, Rush had battled so much, right? Like, he loses his hearing. A talk radio host. You know, we wear headphones so that we can, you know, hear things the right way and not with echoes. And and, and there's a reason we wear headphones in the studio, right? To, to be able to host a show with the talent that he did and... And and for the talent and the and the quality to remain during that, and everything else he had faced, I just kind of thought, oh, Rush will beat this like he beats everything else. I think a lot of people, do. right? Yep. And of course, that wasn't God's plan, and I get that. Um, but it, it, so it was a tremendous. And again, I never met him. Um, I would have loved to. Um, I'm not a big hero worshiper guy, right? Like, don't meet your heroes because usually you'll, you'll be disappointed. But like some of the, like some of 
the people I would like to talk to in history may have been politicians, but I want to talk to them not because they were politicians. You know, like I would love to sit down with George Washington or Thomas Jefferson or, or, or Ben Franklin, any of the founders or, or JFK uh, for that matter. But Ron Reagan and Rush Limbaugh were the two conservative icons in my mind that other than my parents truly influenced my life and my and my belief system, certainly my political belief system, more than my parents and Rush. Yeah, and, and Rush once said that one of the greatest things about his success was getting to meet the people that are the greatest at what they do for a job. He and he did. He got to meet a lot of a lot of people. Right. And there's Patrick brought it up about another host down in Milwaukee. And and I don't know who the the host were or any of this kind of stuff, but Rush made it Rush was unapologetic that he was an entertainer and and he was right. You know what I mean? He would, you know, he would take the criticism of, you know, some of the things he would say and embrace it, but he meant it. He meant that his talent was on loan from God. And believe me, I do this job for a living, and I'm not a fart in the wind compared to Rush Limbaugh. I mean, and then again, that's not me hating myself. It's just the reality. The, the man was a giant, and he wasn't just, he was, he literally created and saved, he created an industry because, first of all, nobody had been nationally syndicated. I mean, the closest to it had been Morton Downey Jr., I think. But there had never been a nationally syndicated program, and especially from noon to three. Are you kidding? Yeah. And when the Fairness Doctrine went away, as it should, it should have never been there because, again, that was going back to FDR and him doing the same thing you're seeing out of Biden and Obama, violating the law, claiming the Depression's the justification for it or World War II's the justification. I mean, people forget that FDR locked up, what, 400,000 Japanese American citizens, ones that were born in this country, including ones that were first and second generation Americans who had never even lived in Japan. And he held them the entire war. And it wasn't just suspected terrorists. It was everybody, men, women, and children, were loaded into army barracks. They don't tell that about FDR. That's FDR's legacy. FDR wasn't a great president. I don't care what anybody says. Winston Churchill saved the world. And Roosevelt got credit for it. American troops saved, saved the world. Roosevelt gets far, far more praise than he should. Because a lot of the, the deep state problems we have are because of that. But... Again, not to get off of Rush. Uh, he told the truth. He did it in an entertaining, it, you know, it wasn't, it was just the best thing on the radio. It just was. It and was. they tried to say Howard Stern, king of all media. 
No. Rush could have jumped to Sirius XM and always been the number one paid guy. He didn't do it for a reason. Because he wanted all of you to hear him on your local AM radio station if necessary. You know, yeah, I mean, even WTQ, yeah, we have, you, most of you may be listening on an FM signal. A lot of you are listening on an AM signal. They're, they're great. And we're still fighting battles that Rush won politically. Again, last year, the car manufacturers, they what, they're in on this deal. For what reasons? Again, I have no idea, but when the government's basically saying don't buy or build cars people don't want, but make them electric, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. But all these battles he fought and won, and the country's a better place for it. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd really like to hear what he would be saying right now about the crazy stuff that's going on. Because it's, it's so crazy that I don't even, (laughs) I don't even know what he would say. Yeah. And, and, and again, I think, I think the greatest thing we, we really need, and we see signs of it, right, Shannon? We see signs of it. The, 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 the average blue collar worker needs to realize that unless you're a citizen of color, the Democrat Party doesn't care about you. And if you're a citizen of color, they don't care about you either. But they'll cater to you as a constituency group to get your vote. But look, I mean, blacks have been voting overwhelmingly for Democrats for, what, 60 years? Since JFK. And... And JFK was a good vote for him. I'm not saying it wasn't. But look, I don't know. Rush influenced so many things. He did just, I don't know. I, I, I could blather on. I could do a three-hour podcast just on, you know, all the things that he said and all the things that he predicted. Mm-hmm. I mean, even someone... If, if someone had near the natural, if God would bless someone with near the nat- natural talent of Rush Limbaugh, <laughs> it, would be, it, it would still be amazingly well received because by and large, that's a message that Americans are starting to learn is that, look, the, this is not the parties of what it used to be. The GOP used to be for the big business guy. Absolutely. And the Democrats always marketed themselves as for the little guy. But when you did more digging, look, Ronald Reagan was a Democrat until when? 1964. He was still a Kennedy Democrat. He turned Republican with Johnson in Vietnam, and his views had been switching to being conservative, right? But think about what Rush did for the country from the standpoint of the millions and tens of millions of people that if if they just had one thing, if they just had the ability to listen and to not go in with a preconceived bias that he was lying to you, if you went into it like that and you listened, you'd get yourself hooked because A, he was the best that's ever been. And I don't think we'll see 
there's nobody on the national scene that's even close. No. And it may be a hundred years before we see somebody like that again. But that's how that's what I felt about Rush. We've got some sound bites to accompany that as well. Um, let's uh, continue with those sound bites as soon as I can find my roster here, um, because I want you to I want you to hear them. They're 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 great. Um, let's go back and we'll, we'll play. Uh, Cuts 13 through 15 uh, for the audience. Uh, here we go with cut number 13. I think people listen to the radio for three reasons. To be entertained, to be entertained, and to be entertained. And avid listeners were wildly entertained when they tuned in to Rush Limbaugh, arguably the most influential talk show host in the history of radio. You're next on the Rush Limbaugh program. His daily program, heard by an estimated 20 million listeners each day and broadcast on more than 650 affiliates, made him one of the most well-known voices for grassroots conservatives and a target of criticism by the left. But long before he was a household name, Limba, calling himself Rusty Sharp, played records on local radio in Missouri. I was 16. That's when I started being a DJ. Limbaugh, a college dropout, moved to larger markets, but struggled to find acceptance for his on-air political commentary. That all changed in 1987 when the FCC repealed a law requiring equal airtime for opposing political views. That allowed stations to legally air Limbaugh's perspective without offering another opinion. Limbaugh was soon broadcasting nationwide. Rush Limbaugh with talent on loan from God. Limbaugh's syndicated radio show became one of the most highly rated programs in the country. Those sharing Limbaugh's conservative views were affectionately called ditto heads. He would soon go from being an everyday entertainer to a formidable force in American politics. I'm dangerous because I am right, as incorrect, and I'm having a good time being right. His huge success on radio led to a TV show and seven books, his first titled The Way Things Ought to Be. In 1995, he made the cover of Time magazine. Then in 2001, Limbaugh shocked listeners, telling them he was almost deaf. If I take uh, the right side hearing aid out, I do not hear a single thing. A cochlear implant helped to restore his hearing. Two years later, another unexpected announcement. You know that I have uh, always tried to be honest with you. Limbaugh admitted he was addicted to painkillers, which he was taking for back pain. Immediately following this broadcast, I will check myself into a treatment center for the next 30 days. Limbaugh was later charged with prescription fraud, but made a deal with prosecutors that spared him a trial. In 2009, Limbaugh also attracted attention not for what he said, but because of the way he looked, losing 90 pounds in less than six months. Then in February 2020, Limbaugh revealed that he was fighting advanced lung cancer. I thought about trying to do this without anybody knowing, because I don't like making things about me, but there are going to be days that I'm not gonna be able to be here. Limbaugh had publicly said he started smoking cigarettes as a teenager, but said he quit by the early 80s. Still, he was often photographed smoking a cigar and even questioned the link between smoking and cancer. They say our government, one puff from one cigarette can kill you. 
if this is true. Ma never had children, but was married. They should four make a times. scary movie out of it. Perhaps his greatest lifelong love was radio. A longtime personal friend of President Trump's, there was this State of the Union first. I am proud to announce tonight that you will be receiving our country's highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. The president acknowledging the radio host for inspiring millions of people a day. I'm grateful for, for everything that happened. There's so much to be thankful for, especially when right in front of you is the prospect of it being taken away. And it just amps up the appreciation for all of the goodness that you have in your life. One thing both detractors and ditto heads can agree upon, Rush Limbaugh, the man who once claimed to have talent on loan from God, change broadcasting in America. Rest in peace, Rush. January 12th, 1951 to February 17th, 2021. Rest in peace. Dave and Greenleaf, up to you with the last call of the day.